Welcome to Opinions Like A-Holes, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. From the top of culture to the bottom of the whatever the fuck this is. Right. Uh, last night, uh, doing ballet or, or helping others do ballet. You didn't do any ballet? I, I, I don't do it. A, no, li- no, lick, no, a lick of ballet in my world. No, but we were there. We were at Guthrie Green, downtown Tulsa, and Tulsa Ballet, ballet put on a up. free ballet concert. Uh, for the public, and I got to, to help make it happen. Yeah, and then and chronicle it all on social media with my fancy new phone. Fancy phone. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun getting to be there uh, and, and see people get excited about um, something a little fancier, a little fun, a little creative that you don't normally see. You know, we do the movies, we do TV. You know, we we love our music, but ballet is one of those arts that is not something that everybody thinks to check out. Sure. And, and one of my missions since I started there, you know, you got to work, you got to make some money so you can pay the bills so you can buy sure. the weed and skills to pay the bills and i was like i want it to have meaning right i want my job to have a little meaning and and, and my meaning for me was i want people to be able to see ballet you know because i i didn't know anything about it and it's, it's beautiful it's beautiful stuff you know dance is beautiful <laughs> seeing these people achieve this artistry with their bodies is beautiful and getting to share that with people is is fun and that's uh it was and last night was the pinnacle of that so i'm excited about it and you got a fancy phone fancy and i, and I got a fancy fun. new phone yeah uh, I would like to ask our guest yep. uh, their extent of their ballet knowledge. Uh, please welcome to the show, everybody, Brent Dio. Thank you. Thank welcome you. to the show. Glad to have you. How, yes. how deep does your knowledge of ballet go? Ballet, it, it don't go anywhere other than I know they wear those shoes and the feet get messed up. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they do get some some foot problems. I think that's like most dancers. They got, you know, pretty gnarly feets. Well, it's, it's you know, when you... Um, when when you, when you a muscle that is is the cornerstone of your art of your creativity, mm-hmm. it's going to get used in weird ways, man. You know, sure, for, for, ask for porn dance. stars, right? Sure. Well, you know, <laughs> think about us as, as comics. We're all comedians here, and uh, my mind is warped. You guys, yeah, I'm broken, broken on the inside. He's got a really warped mind. <laughs> you won't believe how he looks at things in life. <laughs> well, I mean, but don't you guys do that too? Yeah, you got to kind of. Look at stuff in weird ways sometimes as a oh, comic. Oh, for sure, yeah. absolutely, yeah. You do. You yeah. Do. I like to, uh, I, I like to just occasionally, you know, really go in depth on on the ideas behind certain things, like you know, imagining people in pitch meetings and imagining like, you know, executives signing off on crazy shit, like how those meetings go. Like I'll I'll sit and daydream about that shit for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a, a run that I've been doing lately. Uh, the setup is kind of like what I look like, and it's silly, funny things based on what I think I look like, you know, with 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 the glasses and my mustache. I feel like there's a lot of assumptions you can make. You for know? sure, for sure. So, I've been trying to get jokes about my voice because I'm, I'm Indian. I look Indian. I look the part, but my voice don't sound the part. I look like, or I, I look like, you know, this... Indian with long hair, and then I sound like Larry the Cable Guy or something. Is what, <laughs> is what I feel like, and I feel uh, like you I don't need sound to play like that, that to me. Uh, you sound much smarter. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely smarter. Well, but but that, you know, the accent wise, sure. And, yeah. You know, hey, y'all, what are y'all doing? You know, it's it's yeah. kind. You're it's not that, weird. You're not as country as Larry, though. Right, and sure. you're like you're like you're like Larry the 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 Dish Network guy. Larry you know, like, the uh, cable technician. Honestly, we just don't wear the same clothes, but 
we do probably do the same things like you Lawrence, know. Lawrence, the fiber optic cable technician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who's been a, a master at really identifying their own qualities like that is C.R. Parsons. He's got that joke where he looks like the biker, but he sounds like a Muppet. Mm-hmm. And that's a joke that I wouldn't have put together until he told me about it, which I think is a neat, a yeah. neat thing to do. And it's and it's pretty accurate. And well, kind of there. There weren't. If you really stop and think about it, there weren't a ton of Muppets with, like, really high voices. Well, there's a... I mean, Mm, Kermit's got a high voice. Yeah, yeah. I would argue that it's pretty normal. That's somebody else. (laughs) CR, is that you? That's somebody else. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Most of, like, Jim Henson and Frank Oz, like, their voices, I, I think of, like, Dr. Teeth and, like... The phenomena and like a lot of those. Okay. The more like, hey, Rolf, you know? That's another one too where I feel like <laughs> that's like almost Rolf. Like your Kermit was almost Kermit. Yeah, for sure. Know? I mean, you know, yeah. I haven't I haven't practiced in a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Elmo. What was I thinking? Okay. Well, Elmo's got the higher. That's he, Sesame Street. He's real high pitched yeah. though. Well, he, they're, they're Muppets though. The Sesame Street characters, they're Muppets. I don't know if I consider Elmo a Muppet. Where's the cross? Okay. Like, what's the difference? Elmo's been? Yeah. Elmo's been. Um, How do you define a Muppet? Yeah. Well, Muppets would never do the things that Elmo did. Uh, Elmo is a furry red Muppet, Muppet monster, monster who lives on Sesame Street. Which I'm not denying he might have one at one time been considered a Muppet, but the so- Muppet community has banished Elmo you're due saying- to his behavior. Wait, you're, you're saying Elmo got canceled? Elmo got canceled. So Elmo. it's a group you gotta be accepted no, into. No, that guy man. that guy definitely did though. <laughs> the guy that oh yeah, the guy that like does Elmo. <coughs> oh, he does more than does Elmo. <laughs> so if you like can be like look be up, led in look to up be a uh, look up Elmo scandal. <laughs> Do you have to be a puppet to be a Muppet? Oh Ooh, not all puppets are Muppets, but all Muppets are puppets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Hashtag not all Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did it auto Kevin, Kevin Clash. Kevin Clash. Oh, okay. So what did... I mean, is it just because of where he had his hand on the Muppet? No, it's where he had his hand on people. Oh, oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> it's too early in the show for that. Close that. Yeah, in, in wake of that a sex the scandal. A sex Elmo scandal though, uh, right? not involving the puppet. Was it the original Elmo? Yeah, he was the original he, Elmo. He was the original. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm 99% sure that Kevin Clash I was swear the original I watched Elmo. a documentary on the original guy, and uh, he was black. But, yeah, that's him. Uh I yeah. thought he was a better guy than that. I don't know. Well, and who knows? Maybe the documentary is what led to the the the, the real stuff coming out. Because sometimes that's what happens mm. is is they get mm-hmm. people get famous, and it's once they get a little attention that someone's like, "Oh, by the way, they were a total total shit." Yeah, uh, that's yeah. why I don't get famous right there. Because I, I know yeah, he was there, the original man. Kevin Clash. Yep, man, man, he seemed like a better guy than that. Dang. Yeah, yeah, he's no Steve from Blues Clues. That's for sure. Man. Do you guys ever go to Steve's TikTok? No, but I've heard it's good. It's all like affirmation stuff, man. Yeah. Like, and I'm not a Blues Clues kid. I'm too old for that. But like, well, he's like lived through some some pretty serious health issues, right? I think so. Yeah. That, that's probably got to be a good chunk of why that is. Well, I just, uh, <laughs> but good on him though to kind of try and use that into some spread some positivity. Oh, absolutely. Like when he came out with that first video of like, you know, where have I been? 
Like, did you did you watch that? Mm-mm. It uh, was kind of like he came out with it was sort of like a a message to the Blues Clues fans of of his era. Yeah, um, you know, sort of like uh, you might have been wondering where I was, um, and it was. I can't even think of the right word. It was moving. Mm. It was really, really sweet, really thoughtful. Um, and yeah, brought me to tears for sure. For sure. That's been a kind of cool side effect of this uh, really intense nostalgia baiting that we do nowadays. You know, mm. the, the new season of the TV show that ended 10 years ago, you know, they where they bring back, you know, characters from something from forever ago in a, in a new form, you know is that we even see stuff like the characters from childhood that were, you know, helped shape who a lot of a lot of us are as we grew up. You know, are kind of being brought back in new ways to kind of I don't know, find a way to not only help kids today but to kind of remind the adults today like, "Hey man, it's going to be yeah, okay." Yeah. You know, cuz cuz we could all use that sometimes. For know? sure. The one that I was bummed about though that uh that it just it didn't work out well was the Fraggle Rock reboot. Oh yeah, that not work out. It well because it it had been signed off on and everything, uh, and it's pre production and all started pre COVID. Mm-hmm. But then by the time they started doing the show, we're about to do the show. COVID hit, and so they like <laughs> tried to sort of incorporate the idea of a Fraggle Rock version of Zoom oh, <laughs> that okay. they're like communicating through, and it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the one, the other one I was thinking of was, uh, of course, you know, Steve from Blue Glues coming back and kind of, you know, having his own TikTok where he's saying a lot of these kind of positive messages. And then the other one for me was the bring, but they brought back the Magic School Bus, which was one that oh, a lot yeah. of folks I know were Miss Grizzle. Well, and, and I think it's Frizzle. Frizzle, thank Frizzle, you. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, that Miss Grizzle's Miss the Miss Miss Glizzy. Miss Glizzle. That's uh, the porno version. Yeah. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Glizzy's the porno version because she could take them all the way down her throat. Yeah, she's no, like, park the, that magic school bus in my garage. Hey, listen, I'm not going to lie. If my wife dressed up like Miss Frizzle, I'd be pretty stoked. Well, and they did yeah. a, a reboot where there was like a younger Frizzle. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Where? Where the, the oh you don't want the older frizzle? I mean I look look you you robbing the cradle of frizzles here? No 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 it's not about it's the like it's it's not about her age it's that if 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 my wife shows up in the, in that frizzle dress you don't want the young it's frizzle on. though because the older frizzle teaches some things you know that's what I mean? true uh huh that's yeah, what I'm yeah yeah, yeah. she knows some yeah. shit yeah you want you want that hot mommy energy yeah. from from Miss Frizzle yes so, I do yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah. Also, we 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 watched a trailer about uh, you know dating a little too young, and it was uh, it kind of put a little bit of a a shadow on a on a famous Hollywood relationship. Yeah, the Elvis. Movie. Yeah, no, I'm looking. I don't want. I don't what want was this it new called? Young... Is it just called Elvis? Again? Pr- Priscilla. Well, this it's called, called Priscilla. Priscilla. Yeah, it's called Priscilla. Yeah, you know. Elvis <laughs> is a dog. He's he's a real toxic boy. You know, and yeah, he I was mean, uh, not a good dude, but. <laughs> What? I mean, what he's a king. What king wasn't toxic? Yeah, is what I was. Thinking. I think it's it's about how we define kings too. It's about uh, because you know what I mean. He, it, especially when it comes to music, I feel like artists like Elvis and the Beatles who get sort of. Uh, put in the category of like having so much influence on music as a whole, yet at the same time, 
everything that they were doing already existed. It was already being done. They weren't necessarily innovative. They were pulling from things that was already there. They just happened to gain the most popularity. They just happened to be the most marketable, the most whatever, you know, all of those things the, combined. The most palatable to a largely white audience. Exactly that's that. What it was. And that's really what it was, is that Elvis made black music palatable for white people, and they gave him all the credit for the black music that came before him. And that's reason one, why Elvis can fuck off. Reason two is illustrated in this film. And that's really what we saw here. So Priscilla starring Kaylee Spaney as Priscilla Pres Leslie, Jacob uh, Elordi as Elvis, uh, and, and other uh, talented actors, uh, really highlights uh, the kind of dark side of the Priscilla-Elvis relationship, including him coming into her life so young. You said he was how old? Well, so one of the things that I'm going to be curious about is how the portrayal of when they met it will be in this film. Yeah. Do they portray it honestly, or do they fudge it? Yeah. Because the reality was that he was 24 and she was 14. Yeah. Mm. And then when they got married, she was 21. So he was nice enough to wait till she was 21. You know, he gave her seven years of yeah. grooming and all that shit. And and, and, yeah. and you hit on the term there. Is it really... The trailer, even without getting into necessarily how they met, it showed a lot of the elements of grooming. Yep. Grooming. With him showing... And control. It's a real thing. Like, you, you can brainwash somebody as... As they're growing up and, okay, yeah, this yeah. is what I know and this is all I know because this person told me this and why? how are you not going to believe the king? Yeah. You know, and that's why they, in the young person's eyes, you know. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's, an, it's another reason why they go after young and impressionable because if you get them early enough, they don't know anything other than what you're showing them. And then they think that, oh, well, this is just how relationships are. One, this is just what it is. One thing I noticed in the trailer was in almost every scene, the cinematography really highlighted how much taller and bigger Elvis, uh, Jacob Elordi's character is, than yeah. Kaylee Spaney. And that it really sent, it, it set a kind of a tone of domination. Even mm. in, the, in those brief scenes in the trailer, I got a very strong vibe of, oh, he is over her, controlling her, in charge of her. And it, it really... Drove home from, that message. It was almost a little too heavy-handed. I, I, I'm sure there'll be pushback, you know, but but there shouldn't be. This is something that needs to be talked about for sure. And did, did I see? Is this a twenty-four? Yeah, doing this exactly. So that's I, I assume that's a lot of the reason why this will probably be a little bit more honest take. Yeah, on what really happened. Mm-hmm. Well, and there was, you know, there was not, you know, it's not a horror movie, which A24 is also known for doing and doing well, but there is a sense of, of tension in the scenes that I saw, in the lighting, in, 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 the, in the, the, the dialogue. There's one scene in particular where Priscilla, after kind of being encouraged to, to wear her hair, her makeup in a certain way, is kind of saying that she's not happy with the look. Mm-hmm. And his response in the wording was something like, well, what do you mean you're not happy with the look? And it was... The tone and the scene and the kind of he was draped in shadow and it was really highlighting his height and his his domineering appearance. His words said, what do you mean you don't like it? But his intention was, you don't get to like or not like exactly. this look. Yeah. Hmm. This okay. is your look. In, right. You know, yeah. for, for a term, that term. Change your hair. Yeah. You know, put on certain nails or whatever. Yeah. Dress that's a certain part of the way. grooming. Yeah, that's part of the grooming part. 
And that's the thing is, is, is for a term we see bandied about a lot, I don't always see great examples of it being shown. And this was a great example. Mm. And, and I think that's this is going to be a powerful film. I mean, if you need to see good examples of grooming, just, I mean, look at Christianity. Right, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this. yeah. That's grooming 101, indoctrination 101. But, uh, you know... We digress. Anyway, uh, I definitely think I'll give this a watch. I'm, you know, definitely not a theater watch, but I'll watch it uh, just because I am interested to see a, a more honest portrayal of Elvis uh, that's not, you know, just sugar coated and whitewashed. When we was watching the trailers, I was like, okay, I would watch this one over the first one, and then the third one came. And I was like, well, maybe I'd watch this last one, that that third one instead of the middle one because. It is cool the the drama wa- watching drama but I like I like you scary, like comedy the scary comedy, comedy. Scary, yeah it's yeah, that, yeah. so that seemed a little bit more interesting for me instead of like oh looking back at history and so and what what is this gonna change about history are people gonna walk out of this theater like still clapping for Elvis well Elvis he's a dog but that's he's still my man or like oh now mm. everybody hate Elvis like is this movie made for that yeah is it just solid question. Maybe well, it's more of a bringing um, history to light. Maybe it's more of a. I'm yeah. not trying to change your opinion on Elvis, uh, but uh, maybe not. Maybe not everything about him is known, and that can sort of cloud people's view. And also, it's like at least make your de- make your decision based on all of the information. And again, it's movie, so there's going to be true stuff. There's going to be you for know, sure false stuff. So what's what's enhanced to make you think? Oh, everybody hate this guy right now. Yeah, I uh, still give him a chance. And that that is the funny thing about biopics too is a lot of times you know when they do fudge stuff, it's like you do realize that like that happened, so we can like look it up. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Figure out what you it, fudged. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, right now, Elvis don't give a fuck because no, he's dead already. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. he can't well, give a fuck dude, on account of being it's dead. It's up to the public what we want to think about him. What do we want to write him down in history as king? Do we want to write him down as king of uh, you know, raping 14-year-olds. Yeah, like, so it's, well, it's and, up to the public. And we got to remember, too, like, you know, as as much as it is important to kind of reapproach works and, and, and creative people in, in the context of new light in our modern times, we also have to remember that nobody was telling him don't do this back then. Sure. Everybody was just fine with that sort of thing. The idea of a 24-year-old uh, courting a 14-year-old May have even been acceptable back uh, then. I'm, I'm it, sure their I'm sure her parents of, were fucking pumped, and, and not just because of the famous person element. I sure. think there was a certain element where the people thought like 14 was a gray area if the guy was a certain age as well. You know, and mm-hmm. I don't like it, and I know that we don't think that way anymore. But right, it's, they go back to it was a different time. Yeah, you know? yeah, and and but well, he's going to provide a, a sturdy future for my daughter, yeah. right? Yeah, the well, statues of Elvis. Be. It reminds me of like the statues when they, whatever the alt right people tore, tore down statues or any, anybody else that tore down statues of old civil, uh, yeah, like civil, civil war, war generals, yeah. yeah. And um, so it's kind of like that. Are we gonna go back down and tear them down and say, okay, don't don't look at that anymore or something, or 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I definitely sit on the side of like uh like R. Kelly. Like if yeah, if you find out like if there's a statue of R. Kelly, I say take that motherfucker down. Like yeah. honestly. He, like, but that's a different that is that the same thing though? Because what, what R. Kelly did was illegal and not acceptable in modern society sure. when he did it. The 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 sexual relations with the child, obviously the 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 kind of uh, kinky behavior with the child was not was never acceptable. Mm-hmm. Another you know, grooming incident too. Yeah, yeah, but also, but it was one that happened in like the '90s and early 2000s, which was a different time, which was a more similar time to today. You you still weren't allowed to be having sex with a teen in the yeah. '90s, right? But in <coughs> the '50s. There was gray areas there. There was that like when like 16 to 18 was considered like kind of adult or adult light or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like and and I'm not I, obviously I'm not like a historian or whatever, but we we know that these like just like I was saying before like El, no one was telling him he couldn't wait till she you know think be, go after her as a teen but then just marry her when she was finally a woman, you mm-hmm. know? That that kind of behavior was more acceptable. Was acceptable then? I guess it's a uh, just because you didn't know it was wrong, is it okay? Sort of thing, or like just because there wasn't a law against it at the time, like. Well, and and how much of like people, how much of like what we even consider okay is shaped by kind of what we learn on the way up, you know? Also, what could be considered <clears throat> in Elvis's fast life. <laughs> running into a girl, did she tell him she was fourteen? Did you know? And, sure, I'm yeah. And he's not gonna look it up, you know, in the middle of you right. know, okay, yeah. hitting on her, like, okay, let's go. I'm let's pretty go sure out. it's pretty documented that he knew. He knew. Yeah. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent, but I yeah. feel semi confident in that answer. I just, I this but is. She, he could have been like, oh, she looks sixteen though. So, it, <laughs> yeah. But so you have to be eighteen <laughs> to sign up for the website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you can still use the lessons of this time. Fucking Chris Hansen walks in. <laughs> right. You know they can lie. The, uh, you can, you can still use the lessons to really show the, 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 the behavior that can be red flags today. And we yeah. see such <laughs> examples of that behavior in the trailer. Yeah. What? I'm just picturing Chris Hansen interviewing Elvis. <laughs> Chris Hansen walks in the room and Elvis is like, oh man, oh man, I fucked up real bad. <laughs> oh man, I knew it was you, man. <laughs> Just be all like, listen, Elvis, listen, it's bad. Go ahead and have a seat. Hey, Elvis, why don't you have a seat right there? I, I, I know you're upset, but I just want you to know that I just came here from Jerry Lee Lewis. I wasn't going to do anything, and, man. And, and, I wasn't going to do anything. I was concerned about her, yeah. man. I saw she was on those sides, and I was like, oh, I got to save this girl, yeah. man. I got to save her, man. I was going to, no, man, I wasn't going to do anything. I only brought the lube because she said oh, she needed it. Yeah, to catch a king. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh shit! And, and you mentioned too that we we, we definitely moved into uh, happier waters uh, for trailers afterwards. Uh, for we, sure, for sure. Uh, what was it? It's a wonderful knife. Was yeah. a, a weird spin on the "it's a wonderful life" formula. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like oh. what if the what if the the ghost from "It's a Wonderful Life" was uh, murderous Justin Long? In my head, in, I a, thought... in an almost Moon Knight costume. <laughs> I thought I was playing <laughs> off the night. Is that, a, is that a quote? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's oh. a wonderful night. No, no, no. no it's no, a wonderful life. life. Is I just yeah. making that it's, up? Yeah. It's a wonderful life is the old um, Jimmy Stewart movie. Okay. Uh, 
uh, about uh, angel. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Um, is a song. Oh, it's a Fat a Boy song. Slim song. So we got that going for us. There's a song. It's a wonderful night, but I never heard that song, so I don't know why I'm getting into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, no. It's a huh. wonderful knife. Is you know it seemed interesting. You know, it looked a little silly, but also yeah. like there's some parts really like it want, makes you want to say run, bitch, and that's <laughs> why I like I like those uh, like a slasher. Titles. This yeah, this is more like an old Very slasher, a Friday the Thirteenth well, style. Cool spin in that that a, a the slasher oh, yeah. is stopped uh, by uh, a girl living in the town where that he's terrorizing, but then she later. Is becomes the it's a wonderful life person, and she mad. She asks for what life would like be like if she never existed. So suddenly, poof, she's in a world where she never existed, including and, having okay. never stopped the killer. The killer, and so okay. the killer keeps going, and uh, yeah. And now she's charged with not only trying to figure out her own little Christmas mystery of how can she be, but back- trying to find out whether or not this costume is copyright infringement yeah. of Moon Knight. Of Moon Knight. No. Okay. <laughs> See, you Did you feel like that. it was pretty similar? <laughs> yeah. A little bit, yeah. Okay, it reminded me of Moon Knight. <laughs> I I don't I've never seen Moon Knight. Okay, it's a Marvel uh, Marvel character, and uh, I I didn't catch the plot as good as you, so I'm glad you kept up with that because I'm just like like run and <laughs> thinking of like why is this dude wearing the the white nun outfit? That's what it looks like. Uh-huh, to me. Look like, like the nun whole, three. Yeah, Justin Long has really taken to doing like um, uh, horror films and uh, stuff like that, like weird, like Tusk, and he's in Barbarian. Um, he has seemingly taken the since he didn't blow up as like the next big thing. I mean, he was like in waiting, and we all thought he was going to be huge, and then nothing, and then well, but, no, yeah. But now he gets the free. Yeah, I know he did a Die Hard and whatnot. But but and he, he had. Uh, uh, um, uh, Dodgeball. Okay, he wasn't dodgeball. You're right. I think I think what's messing up for me in trailers now, they just show the scenes with the people talking. But what happened to the old trailers when they said coming out this fall? Oh yeah, the voice, the and, VO. Yeah. and it tells you the plot with that same voice, and it's clear. In a world, she, right. she, she thought she stopped the killer, but that, then suddenly she disappeared. I can. Keep or up there's with like the, plot the comedy like version where it's like. Hilton Price was just a mild-mannered mm-hmm. attorney. That's never <laughs> Until true. one day, his son made a wish that he couldn't tell a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need that. I need that quick summary. Or I'm not. If I have to listen to everybody, then I'm just gonna watch the scenes and the action. Well, it looks like it's got plenty of that. It looks like it's gonna yeah. be a fun slasher flick for yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that's that's why it was interesting to me. I was like, well, I check it. I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I need to know more. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I need to know more. Well, and the trailer did a good job of keeping a few things close to the chest. Like, we, <laughs> we, we definitely have questions going in, not this like the Christmas, other trailer we watched. This Christmas, every time a bell rings, an angel goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, hoes. But at least it didn't reveal every minute of the movie like our last trailer. Yeah, mm. that one looked like it gave us all of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, doesn't really matter for a movie like that. Uh, it's called The Beekeeper. Um, and it's essentially uh, it's essentially any movie where uh, someone 
uh, has a loved one. It's a, it's a John Wick. It's a, the Equalizer. It's a, Taken. It's taken. Any movie where someone yeah. uh, uh, has a loved one. Uh, uh, in this case, it is Felicia Rashad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, she gets uh, murderedly murdered. Um, uh, she, Statham she, is an apiarist. Yeah. He is a beekeeper who turns out is also a beekeeper. Which in With, the, the John Wick tradition, they introduce a new concept of like, like secret mercs, like yeah. mercenaries. Yeah. They just keep coming out with these and they're endless. And it's the same thing. Like it's Jason Statham fighting a bunch of people with karate. Does he really know? Does he really know like how to do all that stuff? Oh, that's a good it? question. Oh, I mean, he's learned a lot of fighting stuff over I mean, the years it looks, with all the action movies he has he does. to. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. After all these fighting movies he's been in, he but has I, to know something. I bet he, I feel like he was also a, a martial arts guy. No, he was a diver. Was he? No, you're just quoting the Meg. No, I swear to God. Really? Wow. But no, why, yeah, why is he the blueprint for that? See, look. He was a member of Britain's national diving team. Wow. But he also did martial arts, kickboxing, and karate recreationally in his youth. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, he grew up in it. Okay. So, he did both. So, he really so was the right. Meg guy before the Meg. Yeah. He can do his he own stunts. He was just fucking drop-kicking drop kicking sharks. Yeah, including and, underwater. Yeah. He's not even OTA like Tom Cruise. No. <laughs> so he's just real efficient. I feel like that's why they keep using him. Yeah, because he's he's a character that keeps coming up in a lot of these. Well, everybody loves CIA his like agent. everybody loves so. his gruff British accent. You know, yeah, he gives you a good line read. Yep, he's interesting <laughs> too. You're like, oh, where's he from? It's so funny. Oh shit! Well, I guess he takes the lead in the new Expendables. Like, <laughs> I have to tell you, uh-oh. uh oh, I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, but uh, I started watching because you know I saw the Meg. Uh, and we're we're big on uh, the Meg and the Meg. We watched the Meg Two trailer. I started watching the Meg Two. It holy shit. Okay, <laughs> I won't get into the nitty gritty of it. But my favorite thing about it is that in the first Meg, Jason Statham's character, Jason, Jason, Jason Statham, his character is like a is like a deep sea rescuer like the, he he specializes okay. in deep sea rescues mm -hmm. right that's his job so pretty specialized right yeah the second movie opens with him on a ship james bond style infiltrating a criminal organization and it's just like yep this is this is him now he's mm. he's a spy now yeah he's wow. yeah <laughs> It's, it's fucking bananas. That's, that, I'm, that's the just, glow up. I love it. It's so they force fucking you to accept funny. It and they they never answer questions like what. It's like it's, what I, or how. Yes, yeah. yes. The screenwriter, the screenwriters are like, yeah. It's the second one. He's a spy now. Fuck you. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, all right. Well, at least he's kicking ass. <sighs> oh, I can't wait to see him kick this shark in the mouth. Yeah. I mean, do, do we like that though? Like, does that mean that no? But but that means that your creative endeavors can just cut ridiculous corners. It was yeah, confusing. no, that's why I'm saying it's so stupid and lazy and dumb. He's he was saying he's a beekeeper because he's a secret agent, but he was fighting FBI guys and he was also fighting the bad guys. It's like who who the f who's he a bad guy? Yeah, exactly. Who's yeah, he what's this for? movie getting at? Is this an anti FBI movie? I mean, I just don't. These trailers like that they make for these movies, they can be confusing, or the whole plot is just like. 
all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're, they keep going and reaching for the same. And like, well, we can change this thing a little bit different. Not only is he fighting for the good guys, he fights the good guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and then we, we also, there was also a lesson in there about, you know, taking advantage of the elderly because it, it all starts Elder with like abuse. A, a money scam hitting this old woman. Yeah. And then there's I'm, Felicia there, Rashad falls for a scammer. Yeah. And then unalives herself. Well, and we know that also that that bee populations are threatened. So there's going to have to be like a bee message in this movie. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, there, you would hope they're the that they're not just like, yeah, yeah. and there's some bees. Yeah, like what's the whole high? Like they could have used a different analogy. I don't know why they went with bees and bees. Like you said, that's a good. Like there's a legit problem in in nature right now. Good thing to call out. Yeah, bees are good. Don't hurt the bees. And then there's the um, taught Eleanor not to be scared of bees. And then we all learned that honey is flammable. I did not know that. Did you look it up to see if that's real? I'm gonna double check. Okay, is that what he used? In one scene, yeah. In one scene, they, they someone goes honey, and he goes, yeah, it's really flammable. Uh, is honey flammable? The flash point of honey is around 200 degrees, and it would therefore be diesel? classed as a combustible material, similar to diesel or formaldehyde. Oh. Wow! And sure enough, uh, I feel like Joe Rogan right now. Y'all better edit that out because kids are going to try that now. Yeah, it's flammable. Don't don't Go. set your honey, yeah, don't on, set fire, your honey on fire, you uh, fucking idiots. Put it put a dab in your coffee. Uh, that's where it goes. Dabble do you? Dabble do you? Do a dab and then have some honey in your coffee. local honey help with your allergies. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's true. Actually, that's I know that. Really true. That's yeah, good stuff. Yes, it is. So but, I'm going to go buy some honey after the show. Local yeah, honey, baby. Get that local honey. Because I know I'm going to try it. I know I'm going to go the, home. Burn some honey? Yeah. I'm going to see if... <laughs> I'm going to no. go home and douse a G.I. Joe and honey and see what happens. Man, that's... I'm going to go burn my sticker patches or something. Were you... Uh... A lot of people don't know in the original cut of um, A Bug's Life, uh, it ends with the bees attacking with uh, Molotov cocktails. Made of honey, yeah. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> okay. and the entire hive is destroyed. Were you uh, Were you a destroy your action figures kid ever? Like, were you like, I'm going to strap this fucking uh like an m80 uh, to yeah, a gi yeah. joe yeah. yeah were you that kid uh no i had lincoln logs oh shit okay <laughs> that's a you're a builder <laughs> i was gonna say that's Create, an old one destroy. man that, every every kid had yeah. a set of lincoln logs yeah uh, i'm a tradesman okay. Dude, I, re- I, re- I remember being Luke like Carl. frustrated with lincoln logs being like God, you're just handcuffed to just one design with these fucking things. Yeah. You can't do anything creative. <laughs> it's not true. You can make. They a, just lock a, each other in to like. You I mean, you can kind of just build up and around. Like you can't. After I made them, I really did knock them down too. Like, Hell yeah, said, Godzilla style. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, the the fun back end of a building project yeah. is just tearing it down, tearing it down, knocking that down. You know, that's the fun part. Too. Oh yeah. Did you ever play uh, Dringa? Dringa? No. Yeah, so that's where you take uh, Jenga blocks, and on each one you write a thing, and it's a drinking game. Okay. So you'll write, like, drink whatever, or they'll be, like, a dare, or there's, you know, what all sorts of fun stuff. Slap the person to your right. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. That's a good one. <laughs> Not for the person on your right. <laughs> Look, well... I grew up poor. They might get the next that one. That doesn't mean I couldn't afford action figures, but yeah. I don't think they thought of that, and I didn't think of that. You I, appreciated them too much to blow them up. Well, no, because <laughs> I mess up everything I have. Mm. But I was a, probably a poor parent's dream. One time for my birthday, mm-hmm. I forgot. I was still in elementary, 
My mom asked me what I wanted. I said, I want bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Interesting. Yeah. She brought me a whole a whole bundle of bubble wrap. Mm-hmm. Nice. I was like, you know, fuck yeah. You know. Hell yeah. She's like, I we spent, got it made. I spent $12 at that. Costco. No, she worked at a place and she got all the bubble wrap. She ah, wanted for free. Even oh, better. <laughs> Working at a shipping warehouse. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, you're like, that's as when as a parent, you're like, wait, 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 wait. You want something I have access to a yeah. lot of for free? Yeah, right. she's, she Fuck, said, bad. yeah, that's a come up. <laughs> yeah, that's say the, less. Yeah. Say less. <laughs> that's <laughs> a come up right there. Yeah, that and, and and that I remember being a kid and I would have loved that. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. That is an awesome gift. Listen, yeah. I still enjoy bubble wrap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Pop-less. so satisfying. Yeah, it's still. Yeah, yeah, if I see something, I'm popping it. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the really little bubble wrap and you just twist it and it's like a machine gun. Yeah. Ooh, that's little pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. If they're too little, though, I don't like the super little ones. No? no. Yeah, because okay. it's too hard to do them like one at a time. you got to yeah. almost do the twisting yeah. thing. Yeah. And then you risk get tired. It's easier just easier. Uh, Sometimes the big The big ones You know The big bubble Yeah And they're loud as shit Real loud Yeah They can be scary loud Yeah Yeah. It's really fun at work I love to scare But then if they're too big Then it's not like a big That's what she said Unless (laughs) (laughs) Like But there's those ones Where you can get a real loud pop If you like Do it real quick But Mm -hmm. That's too much energy And that's You know well, and then some of them, out too, so. the big ones, sometimes you can't do the standard pop. You got to do a twist yeah. just to get enough, uh, you know, to kind of put enough pressure on it to it's, pop it. It's that Goldilocks thing. I find it just right. Not it, too big, not too little. Uh-huh. Yeah. You remember that, bop it? I do. I do. Do you? Is that the one that would would had like multiple things where you had to like hit yeah, the one, turn the one, bop it and twist it and pull side. it? Yeah. 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 I had, one of those. I had one of those as a kid. That bop was... It. That was ADHD the toy is what that was. Really? Yeah, that was they they knew that we needed something to do to occupy our time. So. I was into it too. I, yeah, I'm I trying to remember the, I was trying to remember the melody. You, you a, said pop it and it made me think of pop it. Pop it. <laughs> pop it. Pop it. Pop, <laughs> pop it like it's hot. Uh anywho, uh Beekeeper looks like one of those ones where if you watch it for free on TV, it'll probably be fun to watch. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just yeah. action and you don't action. really have to be Thinking about it too hard, you know? This be is, background noise. It's, but yeah, we'll probably be on our phones watching it. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to miss You're anything. in a waiting room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe You're in a waiting room with an earbud in, just watching yeah. <laughs> Statham kick just ass. Just look up when he's kicking ass. Yeah. Yep. You're on a plane. It's a perfectly fine plane oh, movie. Oh, yeah, that would be a good plane movie. Yeah. Not for me, though, because you're not going to catch gonna me on a plane. plane. Yeah. Yeah. So, but sometimes they make it where he's kicking ass from start to finish, and it's like, well, can't take my eyes off, because it's <laughs> a pretty good movie now. But then those are the movies that your girlfriend don't like or wife. You're like, all right, can we change it now? And it just started... Well, and I was thinking too, like, you know, it's the kind of thing where if you, if you're like a Jason Statham person, if you're just all caught up in all the movies he's doing right now, this is made tailor made for you. Yeah. yeah. If you're into you all know. the Fast and yeah. Furious and, and yeah. the Megs and the. Yeah. If you got through the Megs and the Expendables. The cellular. So, and I was just reading how the new Expendables is, is they've essentially kind of handed the torch over to him from, from Stallone. Okay. Oh yeah, like Stallone's barely in the new one. Well, because he's fucking elderly. Yeah, he's two hundred and seven years old. Start looking he's at retirement. Elderly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it. Well, I mean, they had Harrison Ford be elderly in the Listen, new Indiana the, Jones. In the first Expendables, it was like, hey, these are the guys from the old action movies, and it was like, okay, cool, right? That was that was fun. I thought yeah. it was gonna be one and done. Then it, it was supposed to be. If I'm you're sure. doing it twelve years later or whatever, like yeah. now your movie is uh, what was that one? Red, where the joke was that they were all elderly, like. Yep. <laughs> 
You're just doing movies with old folks that can't physically do the things you want of them. But I, it's probably like they're older now, so maybe they can get them cheaper. And they're like, they got all these I big got that, names in I one got movie. I got that uh, AARP discount on Stallone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, see, you can't do all these action things, so we can go yeah, pay yeah. you less. Dolph Lundgren gave me a senior discount. Yeah. I feel like we just got Bruce Willis half off. And so they can... <laughs> oh. They can really promote this movie easy when you got a bunch of big faces on one movie. Like that's like that's like having a bunch of people on one lineup. You know, you get a bunch of people on in the crowd because they invite everybody. Well, and and you you get those of us who ten years ago that would have been like a major blockbuster. You know, like 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 for for. For me, you know, you see Stallone and Schwarzenegger and, and you know, I, I he's an awful man, but Chuck Norris, you know, these are the action stars that I grew up with. So, of course, seeing them all on one poster, you're like, oh, hell yeah, got to go to that. And it's also kind of partly, too, because we do this thing as we get older where we kind of stop taking on new entertainment. Like, th- there's a reason why we don't know all of the young stars in movies right now is because like, as we get into our forties, we're just not paying as much attention to that. Mm -hmm. So they can't get me with, you know, Bill, Bill Johnson, the new action guy. His name wouldn't be Bill Johnson. (laughs) It's not a name of a young star in 2020. (laughs) That's where we get all these remakes from. People's like, you know, the new teen, new teen heartthrob, Bill Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Shut up with my made-up action guy name. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's you got to do you, you, you got to do go where the money is, and you know that there's guaranteed money behind throwing these old stars back into some new vehicle. You know, I had a friend uh, that went by Bill. <laughs> also, Bill Johnson. I had busy. a friend. I had a friend that went by Bill as a teenager, and I thought it was so weird. I was like, "Why would you go by Bill? That's such a like old man name." I knew a Bill as a teenager. It was weird, right? No, like, he was he was he was the cool guy. He was. I'm gonna uh, call you William. He had the long hair. He, he played the drums. He was rock and roller. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the Bill I knew, I did a lot of drugs with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what else is going on in the world, Hilton? I don't know. What else did I find out today? Uh, Black Eyed Peas have settled a very important case, a uh, legal case, against a pooping unicorn toy. Huh. So was it that the unicorn toy used their song? Kinda. Uh, yeah. We, we need to know more. What's going on? Details, how, please. The toy was called My Poops. Um, my Poops. I get it. You may remember the Black Eyed Peas had a hit My song. Lovely Lady Poops. <laughs> well, I, I heard they don't. Um, a Black Eyed Peas oh, had a song do. called My Humps. Uh, where they talked about um, 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 one's humps. <laughs> I, I want to... Hold on. I, I just honed in on a sentence, and I just want to... Um, okay. In this article by uh, yeah. uh, The Onion AV Club. The lawsuit, originally filed in January, alleged that the song created for MGA's Poopsie Slime Surprise Unicorn Toys uh-huh. exhibited, quote, willful copyright infringement and, quote, exploited without authorization the original Black Eyed Peas hit. So this song was a parody song made for this pooping unicorn toy uh, that, that was pretty much a parody of my humps called My Poops. Well, I thought... I thought Isn't there a parody law? Yeah, I thought parodies were legal. Right. Yeah. Like, what about uh, Inkovich? Well, Inkovich? Yeah. Right? I don't know. It says... Doesn't it fall under the... It said exploited Satire? without authoriz- authorization. Yeah. 
what you going to do with all that poop? Maybe it's that they didn't change it enough. Like, you only changed one word. It's not 20% or more. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's a percentage that you got to change. Uh, I, I think there is when it comes to, like... Oh, we can watch it over on Facebook. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Oh, let's do that. Let's see if this comes up. The poops. We watch the poopsie, poopsie slime surprise. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. What? My poop, my poop, my poops. I am. We have no rights to this. Uh. <laughs> I do not own the rights. I was not finished listening. I am going I, to put that what? on a loop. I am obsessed. I am. Why disturbed. would anybody even ever make that? What yeah. does it poop? What does Poopsies? it poop? What does the toy poop? My poop. I My need to know. I assumed it was rainbows, some kind of. Right? Yeah. Is it edible? Poopsies. Oh, so they settled, so I mean, how much money do they get out of it? Millions? Uh, it looks like an undisclosed amount. Yeah, they usually don't uh, don't let uh, don't make that shit public. Because what? Well, sometimes they'll they'll agree in the when they agree to. Wow. Huh. Well, I don't. I guess poops. You knew that. Well, let's see oh, slime! Of- it's slime. Yeah, it, it, it dukes. It makes slime. A slime. Hmm. So Slime it's got constant surprise. diarrhea. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that what it is? I mean, it's a toy. Well, look that... right there. There was a there was a little girl playing with slime. You no, know, I know, I know, but I I really I've oh, got we it got on, a demo. I've got it on without yeah. the sound on, so we can watch while we're talking here. But I, I yeah, I guess she literally sits on a on a toy toilet, and then there's going to be slime on a toy toy on a toy toy. Uh, wow, there, there's oh this, my goodness, this there's... whole thing. This is so gotta... much. What? What is happening here? There's your uh, poop canister. Yeah, yeah. Your poop. You gotta. You make the poo. You put it in the body. Once you have, and the, she makes the poo. And then there's a poop, a shit button. Oh, and there's a little, <laughs> a shit rag. Oh, make sure you wow. clean the area yeah. where the poop's gonna be. This is a so nice uh, microfiber shit cloth for your <laughs> slime. It's That's just, not gonna ruin that immediately. I think that unicorn needs some hey dudes or something. Oh, and there's a little switch that switches from uh, rocking to eating. Yeah. Yeah. No. It. Oh nope. That's that. so. Oh. oh, you feed it. Oh. Oh, you put that powder. I guess you with, poison with the water. it. <laughs> you poison it. Then you it give it diarrhea. little spoonfuls of arsenic so and then po- five mils of water. Yep. You put water, you feed her the water. Oh, you put it in the drink. You're teaching kids how to... How to roofie people. How to roofie people. Yeah. <laughs> Unicorn food in this uh, lube-like container. Yeah, they're, they're essentially... Yeah, you're essentially just, just like putting all this stuff in the toy. Oh, here's a little slurpee. Just wait two minutes and a unicorn won't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> the unicorn poopsie's really sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> it might shit the bed, but... <laughs> But she got two hours. Yeah, poopsie, poopsie <laughs> technically worked. Included with the with the with the patent pending chlorophyll cloth. <laughs> if Elvis seen this shit, he'd go crazy. No, okay. <laughs> no, on <I'm> this. <honest. laughs> 
<laughs> no, they're supposed to be. <laughs> oh, and now you're making her. Oh, oh, wow. I guess that's. Yeah, oh. take her shirt off and then shake her ass up. There is so much work here to make. Yeah, a this is a lot. Take a crap. Of work just to make something take a shit on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I think I meant to say Bill now, Cosby. Oh, now they're like, all right, now take the <laughs> pants off. Yeah, this, why? I don't understand why you would do this. There, there's got to be better toys than this. <laughs> there's got to be a better way. <laughs> you're just in the bar and you give her that, that roofy thing and she's like, oh, I got to go shit. And you're like, oh, yes, it's working. Oh, whoops, I gave her a laxative. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as they go Clean, to the bathroom, cleaning you know your it's unicorn. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of holding this, this unicorn's so hair back. so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is so much. Any criminal. Was this a successful <laughs> toy? Yeah. She's going to use the bathroom. Well, I got this bitch now. <laughs> I mean, this, this, uh, this YouTube channel has a million subscribers. Well, that's just the toy, Smith's Toys Superstores. Oh, and after there's you- a toothbrush. <laughs> you have to brush this unicorn's teeth. After Fuck you poison it, off. Make sure you brush all the poison out. Wow. Save it for later. Look at all the cleaning you got. You got <laughs> arsenic will crystallize. Make sure and clean out yeah. your container. <laughs> wow, there's so much cleaning for this toy. Kids, kids don't mess with this type of stuff no. anymore. Why would no, you they will risk do it. everything? They will do it one time. They will see how much work it takes, and they will never touch it again. Go right back to their guaranteed, iPad, their phone, guaranteed. whatever. You're yep. getting the downvote from me, video. Yeah. Not good. Poopsie, unicorn, slime, surprise. I, you suck shit. Yeah, I got to tell you, I don't... I don't I'm, I'm with the black eyed peas. <laughs> yeah, me too. Pam. Team, team, team yeah. Will I Am. I'm, it's just a terrible product in the first place. Are you going to promote my song? with it oh hell no <laughs> that's probably what it was they were probably like you know what i'm so glad if it was a better toy yeah we'd give it to you probably <laughs> they were probably happy to still be relevant honestly you know if it, it was a good toy and it made them relevant they to play that shit yeah <laughs> yeah worry but, about. but they're like this is not a toy we want to be associated with this is no. a ton of work they're like look no. lauren hill it's, is getting back together with the fugees for a reunion tour we have to compete yeah we gotta sue the poop toy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I uh, but either way, I, I'm glad they did it because now we know a toy that we can warn parents uh, not to use. Yeah, which don't, don't buy poopsie. Yeah, don't don't buy the uh, poopsie slime surprise unicorn toy. Uh, I know you, I know you think maybe you should, but you shouldn't. Just think when kids want to like resemble poopsie, and like mom, give me some so I can go poopsie like poopsie. Well, know? and but they already are. Like yeah, right? you're already living your poopsie dreams. Like yeah, you don't. Kids, you don't need to do anything else but just be your own poopsie self. We don't want to give them anything else. It's going to slime, though. Like, we don't want slime coming out of them. Well, you know? and then also, of course... Because <laughs> we're like, no, I want slime to come out. <laughs> right? But, you know, you, you you request that one time. like, yeah. And then you experience it. You're like, I, this has yeah, been a mistake. <laughs> you're like, oh, you want slime? Oh, you're going to get slime every day. Yeah. It's, it's like, like the cigarette thing. you know? Yeah, I don't want slime anymore. Yeah, just give them all the cigarettes so like, no, I can't smoke no more. It's the same thing with slime. I don't... Just make them shit themselves so much. Like, okay, I'm done sliming. Yeah, like like one hour of that. Those toy way, yeah. That's why I always get so weirded out by, by toys that try to, like, make the idea of poop, like, fun or attractive, I guess. Mm-hmm. That feels weird to say. Like, toys, like, they should be, like, action figures and then, like, race car tracks and... Yeah. But something where... Maybe building blocks, you know? Where you're 
messing with its internal organs like that's like that's real extra kids aren't into that you know yeah well and i mean i guess on one hand like you want operation you want kids to be comfortable with their bodies that's cool but i I also don't want them thinking that poop is something we play with yeah like that's a big i'm a big believer just you know put it put it where it goes and then put your toys elsewhere right no no poop toys in my world never no, no, no. Sorry, guys. I had to make pee. No, you did not. <laughs> uh, did you see any uh, aliens on your ring this morning? Uh, I did not see any aliens. My, I will say, though, we are in the middle. Well, we're now nearing the end of the fair. Yeah. And uh, since we got a ring a couple of years ago, uh, people always ask, like, oh, is the fair traffic nuts? Is it's you know, it's got to be the worst. It's not great, but it's easily avoidable when you know how to get in and out of the neighborhood. It's not that bad. Yeah. Mild annoyance at best. However, the constant fucking ring notifications of people walking by and driving by, yeah. that's a little annoying. That's that's where I'm like, I got to snooze this motherfucker all the time. Yeah, I could see where you want to maybe scale back the, the area that it reacts to. to yeah, like maybe- you know... I could, but I also could just hit snooze. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But now apparently you get a million bucks if you can prove there's aliens through your ring camera. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a good way to get people to buy a ring camera real makes, quick. Makes me want to buy one. I mean, they yeah. are uh, surprisingly affordable. And I usually don't fall for scams. Yeah. This <laughs> that's why you have your money and Felicia Rashad does not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like that they uh, they had to absure, or they had to add um, the contest. Only open to Americans, which ironic when you're dealing with the idea of aliens, uh, at least 18 years old, is to capture, quote, unaltered scientific evidence of a real extraterrestrial life form. This is a um, Pepsi's giving away a, a jet where they were like, let's not get fucked over and have someone do a really good deep fake and then have to pay them. A well, here's dollars. the thing. Do you got to put it on your house? Because you can take one out into the uh, freaking space. mountains. Yeah. Yeah. You can take one out. I put a ring camera on my spaceship. At nighttime. I mean, I've been out outside at nighttime. In our, in our ceremonies, we stay up overnight. Oh, yeah? I've seen. Some shit? I've seen aliens. Yeah. Okay. If I take a ring camera out there. Because that was kind of my thought. I'm going to be a millionaire. Thought. Let's get you a ring well, like, camera. It's a big yeah. world. Why is an alien like in a neighborhood in Broken Arrow? Like, yeah, that's, that's not, not going to happen. But like somewhere out in the wilderness where there's not necessarily going to be a bunch of humans who might fuck with you. Yeah, or humans who might not have uh, pillaged the land for all of its natural resources yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be wearing a ring camera on my forehead like a GoPro. Hell yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Looking up at Hell yes. night. Every <laughs> night. He's like a little chest harness deal. <laughs> I was gonna say we just need to build. We just need to build you a helmet with it on. So yeah, just strap that helmet on. Because they said an extraterrestrial, right? Yeah. They didn't say like if he was in or out of his vehicle. You know? No, no, no. Yeah, it's best. No, it just says unaltered scientific evidence. And now, if how I, do you if prove I catch him that evidence by, is scientific? Uh, yeah. Right. Well, I have a hypothesis. One. I have a hypothesis. Yeah, and then a conclusion. <laughs> So. Well, that that's actually interesting because it says of a real extraterrestrial life form, so like a being. But if you saw like just a ship, for example, would that count? Does that count? Because I mean, obviously, someone's got to be flying it, but you can't. I think prove. it counts because ships don't go like in these like different patterns that I've seen them. Go yeah, that's true. That's true. Night. Man, so they go like zigzags, and it's crazy. 
Some of, like you're supposed Dude, to zigzag cool. zig, and this was like zigzag zag. Yeah. But it's not like you know real fast. But they'll be like, shh, shh, shh. like it's it's crazy. Yeah, I've seen it. You seen it? I seen it. I remember. I thought I saw something when I was younger. It was a long time ago, and I got to admit, my memory is fuzzy, so I can't stand by that one the way I would have when I'll, I was a younger. I'll man. tell you, all natives probably believe in aliens. Yeah, yeah. Shit. We we believe we come from the stars anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, uh, my tribe says our creation story is that the sun bled, and the blood that landed on the earth—that's where Yuchis came from. That's okay. my tribe. Cool. So that's star blood. That's where we get. We're from the stars. Yeah. Hell yeah! And people—they do say that people do come from um, stardust. Pretty much. Hey man, I'd rather come from stardust than some fucking rib. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's some invisible man it's a little in the bit sky. More scientific. Yeah, well, and and that's just it. Is there is there's science to it? Then so. again, you can probably grow somebody from a rib these days, but that's way sure. back then, that's cloning. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so you get a petri dish uh, entered into the equation. Things can change a little bit. Now, I, what I want to do is clone a human from a rack of ribs, barbecue ribs. Yes, I just want to clone ribs so I can oh. have all the ribs I want. <laughs> Turns out we did clone <laughs> a person from a rack of ribs. It's Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that you said Fieri correctly. Of course I did, Hilton. I can't disrespect my my people that way. I respect them, but I could never say it right just because I don't. My mouth don't make those noises. I don't know. Guy Fieri. That's all. Yeah. That's all the the way that I always re- explain how to pronounce it correctly is it's almost like the R becomes a soft D, like Fieri. Fieri. Like Fieri. Fieri. That's like, I can't roll my R's. Like if you're speaking Spanish, Ooh. that's a big, big technique. Yeah, yeah. yeah Becky can't, can't either. 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 Yeah, my tongue just doesn't do that. Yeah. I like to make Becky try because it's sound. It's the funniest thing in the world to me. Uh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so Fieri, Buscami, Steve Steve Buscami, Buscami. Like I was telling my Mexican friend at work that I I really like Queso Barilla. And I said like that. He's like, what did you just say? And I said, queso burrito. And he, he said, burritos? You like burritos? Yeah, and then he did that. You mean, oh, queso burrito. Burrito. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that, because I, <laughs> that I can't do that. Yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Yeah. And, and I'm like, it sounds so similar. How can you not? But like in in Spanish, it's a I different mean, those letter. little. So those in, little Spa- in really Spanish, big there's L yeah. and then there's LL, which makes a Y sound. There's R and then there's RR, which makes the rolled sound. Mm-hmm. So it's technically its own letter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. RR. Yeah. yeah and, and that's just. It's, I've it's, never been good at that. Well, and and yeah, same, same. I, I couldn't do it when I was in class as a, as a kid, and just as an adult, it just never clicked. So now yeah. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm failing your culture. You know, it's, yeah. you get used to it. Um, I what I do like though is that there is that's just such a great example of how. Growing up in a different environment can just so drastically change how you respond to what is similar the, or seemingly the same thing. You talk about the pronunciation and how to our ears, it's not that different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you grew up like embedded in the culture, you're going to hear that nuance that we're missing. And that's just such yeah, a great well, example. The Fieri Fieri is a good example, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Fieri is easy for me. Yeah. But like you said, it's, that's my super hard if that's not 
what you're used to hearing those letters do. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, 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 no. R doesn't make that fucking sound. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's cool. <laughs> you can't just arbitrarily be like, this R is a D now. Yeah, but but you kind of can if you my favorite, understand uh, and we've talked about it once on this show before, I think. But my favorite um, Italian pronunciation uh, that is so fucking different from how the word is spelled is um, you've probably heard uh, t- people joking about Italians saying gabagool, like ah, I'll take the gabagool, gabagool. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard that. The sound. real yeah. word is capicola, yeah. capicola, and that is how capicola, and that is how Italians pronounce. Capicola is Gabagul. Gabagul. It's just so like pushed and mushed together Mm -hmm. that it comes out like Gabagul. Right. Yeah, (laughs) and that's understandable because people think of that about Americans, our our accents, how we just mush things together. But like if you walked up to an Italian and said like, I I want the Gabagul, they'd be like, that's fucking gobbledygook what you just said. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Absolutely. That's nonsense words you use for a toddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a pig's and a plugs. And I, a pig and a plug. I teach language, and that's. Do that's you really? Yeah, and that, that's something I can catch on yeah, to. Yeah. That people, they, you can't just go in there and speak full 100, 100 miles an hour. Sometimes you got to slow down. Oh, and yeah. Really go through the sounds. Yeah, we forget how fast. It sounds to people that it's not the same language. Same way that people speaking their other native languages seems super fast to us. You know what I mean? Like, I understand a decent amount of Spanish, but a lot of times I can't catch when, uh, you know, people that it's their native language because it's just so fast and normal for them that I lose a lot Mm -hmm. of the words. And so I don't even hear a lot of it the same way. They're probably missing a ton of us of what we're saying when we're just blah, 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 hundred miles an hour. Yeah. 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 I've, 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 I'm sorry. How do, where do you uh, teach? Um, it's just an independent thing. I used to work at this place called the Yuchi Language Project. Okay. And so I would teach children. That was going to be my next uh, question was great. what what language do you teach? Yuchi? Yeah. Great, grade school kids uh, and babies and toddlers. Okay. So in the morning, we would have an immersion class. And yeah. then in the afternoons, I planned the afternoon classes and I would lead those. Nice. With the elementary age kids. That's and awesome. Middle school. Man. And and then uh, we we split ways, and now I, I'm an electrician right now, but mm-hmm. I, I was uh, no longer anymore, like as of a couple weeks ago. I was teaching voluntary classes every Monday at the Tulsa Library, Zaro. Oh, yeah, on the Zaro. West Side. Yeah, yeah. And um, so there it's just adults. It was, mm-hmm. it was an adult class, and but I advertise it for everybody. Yeah. You know, all ages, all colors because i'm willing to teach anybody that's willing to learn that's awesome just in the sense of it's a dying language there's mm-hmm. not very many people that speak it there's not very many people that has the opportunity to speak it and in right, that yeah i thought if i'm able to speak it i should be able to pr- provide the opportunity and, and i was doing that and so I'm kind of taking a hiatus from from that right now. That's still really, really and cool. Yeah. Just the fact that you did it is very cool. Well, it's like you say, it's one of those things that, that could be lost to time yep. if yep. The people that don't have that knowledge take the opportunity to share it. And I still teach anybody who wants... Anybody can ask me a question anytime, you know? Yes. And at, at my ceremonial grounds, I'm the speaker, mm-hmm. you know? So 
to spread that, I like to teach other people what I'm saying, how to say it. You know, so there's somebody. Let's teach our listeners how to say "shut the fuck up, Hilton." Well, (laughs) (laughs) you can say you know Hilton had to hand flaw, had to hand flaw. See, I said it quicker. Yeah. So I, I, you would call the person out first, Hilton. You say ha, see, hand flaw. T-H-L-A Flaw Flaw Ha C Ha Ha Flaw Yeah Okay Ha C Ha Flaw That's like Be quiet I just told myself To shut the fuck up Didn't I (laughs) (laughs) Hey me Shut up (laughs) Ha C Ha Flaw I love it Ha C Ha Flaw See you learn something On opinions like Ailes every now and again Every now and then And the thing about it Is It's a rarity (laughs) Older generations They don't they don't like to share stuff like they don't like when you put stuff out on the internet like oh. that. They like to, and the, the thing the, about it, that's a that's the way it used to be. That's yeah. the way it ca- could be if things were the way they were back yeah. in the day. It's about breaking that cycle, right? Well, the thing is, we could keep things in the community because people stayed in the community because people lived in the community and breathed in the community. Mm-hmm. But now we, if you're lucky, you're a part of a tribe that can do things once a year. Some you know some, some of us do things you know throughout the summer yeah all throughout the summer but and that's only a limited amount of time too wow and <clears throat> being being able to I kind of lost my train of thought you guys got me high yeah. <laughs> well you that's talk okay. a little bit uh, about your 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 Yuchi heritage uh, Yuchi that's proper pronunciation yeah Yuchi you talk about your Yuchi heritage on stage sometimes and and. Before knowing you and, and, and getting to perform with you, I hadn't heard the name of that tribe before. Is there a large population of Yuchi in Oklahoma? No, there's really the Yuchis that still have our traditions are only here in Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Okay. And outside of that, there's people that, that claim to be Yuchi and they, they have, they, they want to be recognized as that, but they're, they're, they don't have, they don't have this and that's fine. If they don't have that, but like the last remaining ceremonial Yuchis are here in Oklahoma because we got moved from Georgia. Okay. And we'd never been federally recognized by the government. Mm. So to the government, we don't exist. On paper, we don't exist. Probably another reason why until knowing you, I hadn't hadn't heard of them. Right. And because of that, we are lumped in with the Creeks. Mm. So pretty much if you're Yuchi, you have a Creek card unless you're... You know something else too, like if you're Cherokee, okay, you can go get a Cherokee card or something. Yeah. But you can't enroll in more than one tribe. Oh, okay, I see. You know, and but every Uchi would would have a Creek card at least, if if anything else. Yeah. When do we get to else. pull Kevin Stitt's card? Yeah. When do I we mean, get to revoke that motherfucker? So that's up to to the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something this. that can happen though? Could like a tribe, you know, be like, hey, this motherfucker's actively working against us. Can you be like banished? Depends on what tribe you're part of. All right. oh, yeah. Different tribes have different policies. I you see. Know? There's some tribes that can just go through and kick you out for no reason. Like they they want to chop down numbers and well, make it a specific. Seems like they got a pretty decent reason to kick that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's pick it and plug it, Hilton. Yeah, sure. Uh, picks and plugs where we talk about uh, upcoming shows and events where we have uh, things going on, and um, uh, of course, picks of the week. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, my 
plugs. Let's talk about the podcast. We've got the uh, People, Person, Paper podcast where we're talking about The Office episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom. Me and Brian Sittler every week doing our best to bring you our favorite episodes. And this week we have one of our favorite people coming back, Josh Bolts. As we get into the Saber era, we will be looking at the uh, episode Saber from season six this yeah, weekend. And it's going to be a good time with Dunder Mifflin and Sabre. And we're going to have that for you on Tuesday at midnight. So be sure to tune in for that. Also, uh, off in the wings, I've got a new episode of Stories with Mom just around the corner. We're getting ready to sit down and do that this week as well. And I may have some new recording techniques to share for that show as well. So stay tuned uh, and we'll see what we can bring you for that. Nice. Stories with Mom, of course, our chance to sit down with my 73-year-old mother and hear stories that she has from growing up. Uh, and then my pick of the week this week, I got to talk about Castlevania Nocturne on Netflix. This has been a fun series. I'm about halfway through. Um, the follow-up to the Castlevania series from a few years ago on Netflix, that one, of course, was tied to writer Warren Ellis, who has turned out to be such a problematic individual. So we are glad to have more Castlevania goodness without putting more ducats in Mr. Ellis's pocket. Mm-hmm. This new series following Richter Belmont and a little bit of the plot of Rondo of Blood, if you're familiar with the Castlevania games, including characters like Maria. Uh, it also has some changes to the story that are driving uh, people online batty, uh, like having uh, Annette's backstory be as a, an, uh, a, a freed slave from Africa, which is adding uh, some unique cultural aspects to the story and bringing more of a kind of globetrotting uh, element to the tale as well. And it's being done really well, I got to say, for for making changes to characters and introducing new story threads. It's doing really well. Another one, uh, you know, uh, I've got my LGBTQ card, and I am super happy to see a little bit of representation in the show with the uh, villain of Ulrocks. Uh, and and I got to tell you, if you're a homophobe, you're not going to like Castlevania Nocturne. Just walk away uh, from the mildly gay cartoon because <laughs> it's not for you. But uh, The gay cartoon hurt me. Exactly. It does that if you're not lubed and, lubed and patient. Uh, but here's the deal. <laughs> Uh, if you're if you don't mind a little bit of that in your in your storytelling, if you want to see some representation, uh, if you just want to see a world that is represented accurately, there is lots of good character moments uh, for that as well. So go check out Castlevania Nocturne. I'm halfway through and loving it, and I know it's already been renewed for a second season, so we'll actually get more of that as well. And as we transition into your plugs, I'm going to go ahead and mention the one because you're going to be joining us on stage at the Starlight. Yes, sir, Starlight, October 20th. We've got you, Rachel Keeley, and Dan Fritchie on the yes. Starlight stage. Give me a great show. Yeah, so nice. I'm excited for that. That's that's always a great venue to perform at. There's always a great crowd. You know, as far as me going to the open mic, I've never been to the show that that you guys put on. Yeah, and but I know you can put on a show. So, well, thanks. Just, yeah, and I know it's gonna be great. So, anything else uh, coming up uh, in the next <laughs> few weeks you want to share with us? Yeah, um, let's see. Today, but I know today don't matter. But I'll be in. Uh, after this, I got a show. What, what? Nice. Where, where are you going tonight? Tell us about that real quick. It's at a festival, Kittawa. Oh, festival. cool. So, oh yeah, I think I saw a flyer for that. It's in Tahlequah. Yeah, yeah. So Was there a flyer, a Facebook driving. event, or something? Maybe. Probably. I haven't got any information about it. Like, ah, always I, fun. I just always found out, fun. I found out yesterday. He's like, "Hey, can you be that nine a.m.?" <laughs> oh wow! Wow! <laughs> I was like, "No, I can't." <laughs> I, I got a podcast beyond 10 so. 9 a.m they yeah wow listen it's hard it's, enough, it's hard enough to podcast this early in yeah. the morning but like doing stand-up at 9 a.m that's not good for anybody i'm assuming it's outside you know, it's part yeah. of the festival you know for sure so the, there's gonna be a crowd party just walking around and stuff it's people that have been be there a, from the night before yeah it's, it's gonna be a probably a rough set but 
Well, this I get a little cash. So Where? Hey, there you I'm, go. I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna do the best I can. So. Well, this is coming Always. out Sunday morning, right? Yes. So Sunday morning. So so tomorrow night, October eighth, you've got something coming up as well. Yes, I got the Looney Bin. Looney Bin. We're having the. They're advertising as the Barbie and Ken Resi Land. Oh yeah, yeah. That is um, yeah, Natasha's on Natasha that as well. Natasha and um, is Kel's on that? Or? Yep, Kel yeah. Cooper. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, as well as Dakota Six Killer, Rachel Rose, uh, mm-hmm. Jordan J.I., uh, and a couple of folks that I'm not familiar with: Julie Make and uh, Keelan Bearpaw. Yeah, a bunch of our local Native American yeah. comedians, and I feel like that's that's something coming from just being a Native American kind of banding together and really trying to. That's, you know, listen. Ra- raise the tide to all ships. You know what I mean? Uh, we just had up. Natasha on, and one of the things I said is, you know, if 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 they're not giving you the show, you take your show. You make your own show. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they're not giving you the space, the stage, the time, you fucking take it. You make your own. You say, we're going to do our show together. Yeah. And I fucking love mm-hmm. that. I'm I'm here for it all day. Love it. Love it, love it. So go out yeah. for that. Uh, what else you got? Six o'clock. That shows at six, too. Perfect. Doors open Get at a, five. a nice early Sunday, Sunday matinee, sort of. Yeah, that's and a good time for a show on a Sunday. I'm going to be with Evan Hughes October 15th. Nice. Five days before your show at Starlight. Uh, we're going to be at Bella Fonte. Ooh, Bella I don't Fonte. know about that one. That sounds that, good. That one starts at seven, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's a new... It's a new place. I think they just bought that building and renovated it. And so from pictures, it looks pretty nice. It looks pretty nice. I'm nice. excited for that show. I think there's going to be a good crowd for it, too. Then uh, I'm supposed to perform in Oak Mulgee at the Elderly Nutrition Center. Hey. Ooh, okay. So cool. that's, that's a thing. I'll be performing for older people, you know. So Listen, if you put me in front of old people and tell me I don't have to be clean, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I being, gotta be clean. Being, <laughs> uh, man, being dirty with old people is the fuck. It's so much mm-hmm. fucking fun. Yeah. Uh, the show I did with Evan last week, um, which by the way was fucking fantastic, top to bottom. Um, it uh, there was the girl that went before me, Ava C, uh, who's hilarious, uh, was talking about the word bussy, um, mm-hmm. and uh, how she she said it meant your your butt pussy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, I guess it could mean that if you're a woman. But anyway, it just gave me the the opportunity to walk on stage and say, I thought pussy meant boy pussy. God. <laughs> uh, and there was a, a, a very old lady in the near the front. Uh, and to her, I, I, I looked and I said, probably the her- first time you've heard the term pussy. <laughs> that is an assumption, sir. I don't appreciate you making that assumption about her. Hey, Hilton. Yeah, she, I was right. She may be rocking that bussy all night long. You don't know. <laughs> Not a chance in hell. Got any pics you want to share with the listeners today? Anything you've been into? Um, stuff I've been into is just whatever catches my attention, really. Um, scary movies. My girlfriend and I are really trying to watch scary movies since it's the Halloween season. Yes. Nice. You know, trying to find anything scary. Any, uh, any, any good choices you want to recommend? Well, as far as scary movies, we want to... See the the new one about to come out, uh, uh, Exorcist. Yeah, Exorcist. Exorcist. Is it the beginning? Uh, we just saw the name of that earlier when we were looking on that Broken Arrow site. New Exorcist. But when we we're talking about picks, uh, I want believer. To, or, ah, I wanted to advertise a book when I read. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, sure. When, when I was a kid, I wasn't. I was probably middle school. I don't know. Anyway, that was then. This is now. 
I know that book. Um, why can't I think of her name? Uh, Essie Hinton. Essie yeah, Hinton. Yeah, yeah, it oh, is Essie yeah. Hinton. Yes, it is. That Essie Hinton's books are the only books that I've read. Like, of course, Rump- the Rumblefish, author of The Outsiders. Outsiders. Uh-huh. Those are the only books I like really read front to back. Yeah, I remember. I remember <laughs> really digging this one. Man, you this is something I haven't thought about in a long time. There was there was easy reads, and I thought the scenes were you know easy to picture in my head. I guess I don't know. And I, I read those books. So. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, and you know uh, the Outsiders gets a lot of love uh, as it should. Great, great story. Great, great movie, and 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 great history here in Tulsa. Uh, we've had Danny Boy O'Connor on the show before, who's the uh, the owner and 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 in charge of the Outsiders House Museum, which is honoring that legacy and the legacy of S.E. Hinton. He's also done a great job showing places around town where they they've done filming for the Outsiders. Another movie they did here was uh, Tex, uh, which also had um, mm-hmm. Matt Dillon in a key role. Uh, but this is one that uh, has slips under the radar a lot. That yeah. was then. This is now. So this is really, really cool. Uh, so thank you so much for bringing this up. Yeah, I, I really liked that book. It was a uh, it like a young kid, if I remember right. I I don't even remember the story, but I remember. Yeah. Well, here you go. I Brian like and Mark are best friends. They have lived with Brian's mother ever since Mark's parents shot each other in a drunken brawl. The boys hang out at Charlie's bar and earn money by hustling pool. Charlie tells the pair that Eminem, a younger hippie boy, is looking for them. <laughs> Brian and Mark find Eminem in time to stop Curly Shepherd and his greaser gang from beating Eminem up. All right, no spoilers. And this is clearly a children's book. Young adult. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. That's... Oh, I get it. It's a joke because they're beating up greasers. Yeah, no, I got it. I'm <laughs> slow. But, you know, that, 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 that's an example of something that, you know, when this was published in the 70s and, and, you know, when we were growing up as kids and even, you know, you're a little younger than us, but same yep. deal. It's. We understood that sometimes telling an adult story to a kid is not putting bad thoughts in their head. It's kind of showing them the reality of the world. Yeah. And that's what yeah, they really he, kind of gloss over the ever since Mark's parents shot each other in a drunken <laughs> brawl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just pretty kind of thrown out yeah, there. Yeah. But here's the deal, man. There's kids out there whose parents are like that. You know, who 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 yeah. their parents have passed away. They passed away from from terrible, violent means and. You know, they deserve my parents to have their story were never, told. My parents were never physically violent, but they screamed at each other all the time. Same, yeah. Uh, all Good right. stuff. Let's see. I got a couple of plugs. What do you got? Uh, coming up next week, October 14th, I'm going to be out at our good friend of the show, Dustin Howard, his new spot, uh, Noise Town. Uh, Justin Thompson uh, is putting together a, a, a sober speakeasy event there. Uh, oh, cool, cool. Essentially like a... Um, Um, an an event uh, catered to those that are sober. Um, So uh, excited for that. Uh, It's going to be myself, uh, Brett Jeffries, um, Jacob Hatfield, and Lacey Rains, uh, along with Jeff uh, hosting. So uh, super excited for that. Um, And to be uh, out at Noisetown, which if you don't know about Noisetown, um, it is a a new spot that Dustin opened up that is just a really, really cool thing. Um, As a a lifelong, almost lifelong musician, um, it is a spot for... um, for lessons um it is also a place where you can rent rehearsal space which um every young musician trying to start a band knows one of the most difficult things aside from finding a drummer is finding a place to practice 
finding a place where you can actually set up all your shit and be super loud and 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 do it for you know more than 30 minutes before someone's telling you to shut it the fuck down. Uh, that's one of the hardest things in the world. And there used to be a spot, uh, a, a storage facility um, that used to rent spots to bands. And that's where Dustin and all of our uh, musician friends, um, where we all came together, we all used to re- rent uh, storage spaces out there. Um, and there hasn't really been anything like that since. And so he's sort of filling that void. And it's just really, really fucking cool for young musicians to know like hey you know we might have to haul our shit in and out each time but we can you know rent this spot for two or three hours and have a place to go uh practice our stuff um so that's super fucking cool um and then of course you know just doing things for uh sober people you know uh events where the only thing to drink besides booze is water uh you know something that's not that um, is really good. A lot of times, uh, as a, uh, a a no longer drinker, you're at an event and and man, they really got nothing for you if you're not drinking booze. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, some lukewarm tap water and shit like that. Uh, it sucks. Um, so this is going to be really cool. I like that there's uh, stuff like that. And then uh, November fourth, I'll be doing Brett Jeffries Riff Show again. Uh, not quite sure if that's going to be, I assume, heirloom, uh, but it's not always heirloom. So Yeah, but probably keep an eye on Brent's page for that so for how, sure. How does yes. that show work? Does he give you a subject? Does a so audience yeah. used to be, it used to be that you would uh, uh, pull uh, a subject, yeah. but uh, the last time he had it on his computer... It still uh, kind of or, randomly picks it for me. you. Uh, so you press a button and it chooses a subject for you. Yeah, she developed a thing where, where it randomizes the subjects, like... Yeah. She'll put in all the subjects beforehand, and then you push a button, and it sort of like a lotto fucking, you know, it it gives you what it gives you. Yeah. Uh, so, but super you, fun show. Do you just do five minutes on that one thing or something? Uh, you or like- usually do two-ish. Two, you know, because yeah, riffing okay. on something, you unless you have prepared it's, material, it's, two minutes is a long time. It's yeah, 100% uh, uh, the show to do. It's, it's, it's not only, I mean, if you don't like it, no one's going to care if you choose another one. You know, if you go a little long, you go a little short. There's no complaints as long as you're having fun and uh, and and have and and the audience is having fun. They're on board, and it's just a good uh, uh, exercise in in yeah, you know yeah. sort of. Not not improv, but stand up improv. You yeah. know, you you are improvising, it's, yeah, but it's, it's kind of you're not creating a scene. You're just trying to create no, jokes on one subject. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, hey, if it, if you totally get stumped, just start doing a joke. Exactly, like, people are just there to laugh. They don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, picks, Good time. Uh, um, going back to a classic, uh, fables from a mayfly. Uh, what I tell you three times is true. The album from uh, Fair to Midland. Uh, it's almost man nearing twenty years old now. The it well, it's probably like fifteen years old. Anyways. Uh, Fables from a Mayfly, it's uh, from Fair to Midland. If you like really interesting uh, prog rock metal um, adjacent stuff, uh, really super unique. Um, They have some really awesome piano parts that make them stand out. Their singer is incredibly different and unique. Just amazing balance of delicate melody and just uh, hard intensity. And aggression, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he can go from a a very guttural, almost throat-singing growl to uh, 
having a really incredibly high range too yeah. of, of singing. Um, and then uh, movie pick, you know, you talked about scary movies. It's October. So I started right out of the gate uh, and I'm going to suggest just jumping in on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Um, I mean, there's obviously some that are better than others, but every single one of them is a fun watch. Uh, they, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is probably the closest to just being straight up on purpose a comedy. Yeah. Um, because they really had fun with that one. And Dennis Hopper's in that shit. Mm -hmm. um, here's the other thing about some of these is like you forget some of the big names that were in some of these. Yeah. In uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Vigo Mortensen. Mm -hmm. uh, you've also got one that has um, Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Um, then you get your Jessica Biel, your Jordana Brewster, your Alexandria Daddario. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a great fucking franchise. Uh, yeah, like I said, not all of them are genuinely good, but it's just if you love the slasher genre, fucking Texas Chainsaw, baby. Yeah. Good shit. It. Brent, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is a great time. Yeah, absolutely. You, follow Brent on all of the socials and uh, follow for dates um, and schedules and all that. And uh, same for us. Follow us on the things for more details as our shows come around. Yeah, follow us. My we Instagram is Brent Dio Funny. There you I go. I changed it because it was just Brent Dio or Brent underscore Dio 20. And my girlfriend was like, you need to change that. Why, you, why is it even like that? And I was like, oh, whatever. Brent Dio funny. That's good. Brent Dio's taken. So yep. there's another Brent Dio out yeah, there Yeah, classic. Somewhere. But he's not funny, so he yeah. don't get that name. So I just went. Did there funny. You go. I did have Brent Dio comedian. All right. And then I was like, that sounds too professional because I don't, I don't even think about <laughs> that. I like Brent Dio funny. I yeah. like that. Make sure they know that uh, what to expect. And then Facebook, just Brent Dio. Because sometimes you get the comedian and he's really like a preacher. Or he's really like a he's a, like a like a philosopher. <laughs> not enough laughs per minute. No, -uh. right. The the LPM <laughs> LPM's too low. Yeah, dig <laughs> it. All right. Thanks again for coming. Follow us on the things. Listen to our podcasts. See you Say next your week. prayers. Eat your vitamins, vegetables. Thank See you. you. Next week. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>